BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It is morning for me, very early in the morning. I'm drinking some hot lemon water, which is something that I used to do all the time, and I swear it's like a magic potion. I don't know why boiling water and adding lemon to it seems like a giant feat first thing in the morning, but these are the little things that help make us better people, right? Self-care, self-care. I want to say something that might be triggering, but... I'd like to share it with everybody. So, obviously, we were just got back from a little bit of over a two-week vacation, which, by the way, was all along the coast. So, all the food that we were consuming, a lot of the time, was some sort of fresh fish. You know, I like to order vegetables as much as I can, but I'm not someone who's not going to indulge on vacation. And I talked about this last year. I talked about this last year because I don't know her name and I don't want to shame anyone, but some like big girl who's on Instagram, I know she, I think she has like almost a million followers or something. And she has, I think two kids and she definitely, I think lives in Europe or I don't know, whatever. I, if my life depended on remembering this person's name, not that I would tell it to you, I wouldn't be able to remember. And she's really thin, thin and ripped, like tiny, 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 tiny. And she posts all these photos on her Instagram in like, you know, as I would in like tiny clothes. And so I guess she was getting a lot of questions from people regarding her body. And she did some posts one day that was like, her version I don't want to be critical but it was like her version of like a very vulnerable share about her body and coupled the caption with a photo in underwear and a tank top and like pulling up the tank top maybe she was even topless and she was covering her boobs and she's tiny tiny like with abs just ripped and she proceeded to discuss how she's had issues with her body like all of us have had and you know especially having children watching her body fluctuate like you know all the hard things that women go through no matter what your size is we all have that right and then she says she'd read some book and then proceeded to give like tips like she okay so she said she read some book and it like was a huge awakening for her and that she now has a very healthy relationship with her body and doesn't have anything that she felt was bad habits around her body and she felt free and then gave tips and she in the tips it was like I never eat carbs no matter where I am. Like, even if I'm in Paris on a beautiful trip, I will never eat a croissant. And I was like, man, you really had me until you said that you're not going to eat a carb on vacation. Because I just think like if the, if you have, I don't, 
Okay. I don't want to sound judgmental, but if, if you're saying you have a super healthy relationship with your body, I'm not saying I'm right and you're wrong. My perception of that would be able to like indulge and like the deliciousness that is on this earth without the guilt around it. But by the way, I'm not her. And some people find a lot of safety in not doing that. My point is, is that like, I take my face off and eat whatever I want when I'm traveling. My deal is I don't eat till I'm sick. And I, and by the way, like the last five days of Italy, like I started to like, I was like, I straight up between you and I, like I was like constipated. So I was, I was like, I couldn't eat anymore. Like I felt sick, but it was because like nothing more could like fit inside of my body. So I was definitely like tapped out, but I don't, it's not like Davide even noticed it too. He's like, you didn't, like, I didn't finish any of the plates of food that I ordered on the trip. And that's something that I like as part of this, like postpartum, like PCOS journey that I've been on is like, I've, it was part of my, like, you know, I've had disordered eating my whole life. And so that goes with like, you know, restraining and restricting and then like overeating. And like, I think the, that like very, I think what really like fucks me and always has been is like, I'll be like really good for a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going off the walls now. And I'm like, like I've worked really hard and now I'm just going to go off the walls. And now I was like, you know what? I need to be able to go to another country, taste the delicious food, and then make sure within every meal that there are as many vegetables as possible and fucking salad if I can, you know? And, and I know from like, when I first started dating Davide, we went to Italy, like I cannot have a sugary, crazy breakfast pastry because it spikes my blood sugar so much that the rest of the day for me is completely fucked. So what I have learned, like, I don't think I ate any sugar, any, like maybe I would have like, they have such good, like seeded bread. I I had never seen so much like seeded, like ancient grain bread when we were in Italy. And so if that was available, I would have that at lunch because a couple women who I trust have told me like, if you're going to have some like carbs or whatever, have it at lunch. And like, by the way, coming back from this trip, I'm like, I don't want to be somebody who like is scared of bread. Like it's something that's really healthy. And that like our body needs carbs. So, you know, it's like a piece of bread and like an open face sandwich for lunch. Like that's something that I like want to make sure that I'm doing. So my body's getting a little bit of everything. So, you know, in the mornings I would have a coffee. If I could have hot lemon water, I would, but like, obviously that's annoying. And then I would always just try to find some fruit, like no problem. Always try to find some fruit. You can find fruit. Or when we were in France, I would have just like a plain croissant. And I felt fine with that. But like the shit that's covered in sugar, like in Italy, like a green, like well, especially when we're in Sicily and you have like a granita with a brioche for breakfast. Like what? That shit is full blown dessert. Makes me so sick. If I want to have it in the afternoon. Great. But I think like that, these like types of moments where it's like, oh, I just like know better than to put myself into a spiral of feeling sick and like regretful. I'm still enjoying things that I want to eat. And I'm just making sure that I'm doing things in ways that are like beneficial for my body. And then I'm not overeating. Anyway, the whole point of this is like that mindset coupled with taking my parallel PCOS supplements. I lost 10 pounds. Let that sink in. I landed two nights ago, three nights ago. I woke up the next morning. I was like, I should weigh myself. And then I was like, no, I'm going to like give myself a couple days. Like I need to like go to the bathroom, <laughs> like get my body adjusted. And then the day after I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to weigh myself in the morning. Like just to see where I'm at. I was having such a hard time getting below, like getting into the one sixties, like such a hard time getting into the one sixties. Like I couldn't, like maybe I would be like one sixty nine, but then I would go back up to like one seventy one seventy one, And I was like, okay, I've just like hit a plateau, like whatever, no big deal. 
yo, I'm 160. How, like, so I don't know. I don't know if it's because I really, and Davide was like, honestly, like you didn't eat that much. And I was like, I didn't. And like, I felt I, I ate, I didn't eat until this is also what I do on my trips. And this is like a huge part of disordered eating is like shoveling until you're so sick and then like passing out, like going to bed, like super heavy at night. Like when we had dinner, like two nights before we left, I ordered pasta and I had three bites. And because I was like, oof, I'm already full from like the bread that I had. I already had like a big, you know, we had like a lot of appetizers. I knew I wanted a couple of bites of dessert and I just had like three bites of the pasta, which were like big hefty bites. And like, I wasn't like, Oh, I'm still hungry. Like I was already full at that point where like the old me would have been like, I need to see this plate clean. I mean, I, I think it was like portion control. Also, we know that like carbs are just, you know, not full of chemical GMO crap the way that they are in this country, which is also, I'm very excited to tell you that Barancini Import and Co., Soon we'll have ancient grain pasta. Are you ready for that? It's the pasta that we cook with here. It is literally derived from ancient grain in Sicily. It is so delicious. And I'm telling you, like the, our partners who we work with on this, like he looked at me one day we like, we were having food. We were having a meal. We were having food. We were having a meal. And I was staying away from like every carb on the table. And he was like, here, you can eat our pasta. And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, you eat pasta in Italy, right? And I was like, hey, he's like, this is why it's good. Like, this is even a better version of that because it's, we've been, we know where the weed is coming from. It's from a grain that's, you know, it's from like a field that has not been touched in a gazillion years, the same way that our olive oil, like those olives, those trees have never been touched by anything other than like what is just in our beautiful atmosphere, like naturally. And that's why this pasta is so good. And he was like, I'm telling you, if you have a little bit every day for lunch, he's like, you will reset your gut. Isn't that so cool? I can't wait to come out with that. Barancini is like, I mean, how many years have I said I've been working on this? There are so, for anybody who like wants to start a brand, it is incredibly important to replenish electrolytes. So much of our water doesn't have all the good yummy stuff it needs. And listen, after drinking wine, working out, having an active lifestyle, or just not drinking enough water in general, we need electrolytes. And that is why I love and I'm addicted to Element. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink that I mix with everything. It has everything you need and nothing you don't. That means tons of salt and no sugar. Tons of these electrolyte brands are filled with sugar. I had no idea. This contains a science-backed ratio of 100 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium with none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS, nothing. It is formulated to help anyone with their electronite needs. It is perfectly suited for someone following keto, low carb, paleo. I mean, personally, I've never drank more water in my life because I love the way it tastes. And I swear my body is now craving water because it's getting all the electrolytes that it needs. I'm telling you, I don't get headaches in the afternoon anymore. My muscles don't get cramps after I work out. It's incredible. And right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or shell Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com Pia. This deal is only available through my link. You must go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash Pia. It is totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and they will give your money back. No questions asked. We have nothing to lose. Being your most authentic self means creating daily routines that help you live life your way. And way makes it easy to elevate your hair care routine. With products for every hair type and texture, way has everything you need to make your locks look their best. I have been a way girl since the way beginning. Ha! 
pun queen over here. Listen, there is not a whey product that we do not have in this house. Every bathroom has shampoo and conditioner, and every bathroom has the whey dry shampoo. And that is because I have thin hair that is extremely greasy, and I can't wash it all the time because I don't want it to get damaged. So without the whey dry shampoo... I am nothing other than like a walking grease ball. It's the best thing ever. They also have clarifying detox shampoo, which clarifies deeply and cleanses and strengthens hair while removing all the product. They have insane leave-in conditioner, which I use on Carmela sometimes. It detangles hair, protects it against heat, which is incredible. It reduces damage, frizz, and flyaways for perfect silky hair. They also have insane scalp serum where you see amazing results for like thicker, longer looking hair in as little as 90 days. Listen, it's time for you to find your way. Get a customized hair routine when you take their quiz at theway.com. And I'm so excited to give this to you, but if you use code BEST, you get 15% off your purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BEST. Hi, I'm Allie Colbert. I'm bisexual, so I'm attracted to both women and food. I'm a stand-up comedian, and I host The Allie Colbert Show, where we talk all things dating, sexuality, pop culture, television advice, everything queer. We are the anti-basic podcast. We do amazing interviews with my friends who are hilarious stand-up comedians and have on interesting authors, writers, and actors. So if you want to laugh, listen to steamy stories, or learn some new dating tricks, this is for you. Listen in wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, or wherever else. I'm so shocked by how many brands are constantly, I mean, every day you go on Instagram and there's like 14 new brands and it's people who like raise a lot of money and then like put this team together and they like do this thing. And they're like, this is what we do. And they like stick so hard to their marketing and they have, all, it's like, it's just like me and like our people, like, you know, like the people that we do the olive oil with, but like, it's on me to put all this shit together. And like, it has taken, we're in the contract phase to like complete our partnership. It's taken two months, two months for that contract to fucking come to fruition with our lawyers, which by the way, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Like, I wish that I had invested the $2,000 it takes for a lawyer to read over a contract when I was doing all of my contracts many years ago. I didn't have the money at the time, but I wish that I would have like borrowed it from somebody, paid them back, like done whatever, because it sets you up for the rest of your fucking life. I mean, truly, like I really wish that I would have made that investment. So I'm doing it now, obviously. And I'm an adult with a job. So I'm in a different financial situation, but we're really, you know, it's taken two months to get this contract and I need that solidified so we can have the investment to make all the samples and that I have to like, find, you know, continue to help find the vendors. And like, meanwhile, every day I look on Instagram and there's like another girl like that has launched like an Italian homeware brand. And I'm like, what? Like, oh my God, like I'm late. It was like an idea that I had five years ago and I'm late. So I hope that it's like... <laughs> This is like what I want to do with the rest. Like this is like Baron Jean and Pornico. I want to be like Carmela's company, you know? And then we're doing this beautiful, <clears throat> a friend of mine, Harvey, who did our tin and he works with, well, he's, yeah, he works. He does all the Flamingo estate stuff. And he, he, Harvey's done every like important graphic for me. He did my dad's funeral pamphlet. Speaking of important graphics, my dad's funeral pamphlet, which we have on display in our house, is so beautiful. <laughs> like the most beautiful pamphlet ever. Oh my God. Side note when my dad died in the funeral home and the church and everything was like, okay, like here are the things, you know, they like, here are the things you need to do. Like you need to pick a urn for the ashes and you need to, excuse me. And here's like templates for like the funeral pamphlet. My mom little sick fuck angel woman has saved every funeral pamphlet from every funeral she's been to, which is a lot. And like pulled out this shoe box and was like, here, like for some info. And I was like, these are also poorly designed. <laughs> it's a horrible random thing to say, but I was like, mm -mm. and I called Harvey and I was like, would you mind coming over here and like 
laying this out beautifully, like the fonts he picked, the paper. It's all beautiful black and white photos, like a progression of his life. Like it was, it's great. So what we do with Baranchini, like our process in terms of like aesthetics and designs is that I obviously put together a lot of inspo and vintage magazines that I found in Sicily. There's the the guy who, Davide's best friend made my wedding ring. His name is Massimo Izzo and he has a beautiful store in Siracusa or Tija in Siracusa where he makes, he's like, he hand makes all this beautiful jewelry and he has a basseria that is unbelievable and you can rent it out through the thinking traveler and it's you know fucking expensive but when we're in town if nobody's if it's not rented out it's obviously his house so we'll go and we'll stay there and he has like his taste is just ultimate sublime sublime and so he has these I need, I wonder if he'll like, let me buy some. He says he gets them at the antique markets. And so when we go in September, I need to just like deep dive into this, but he collects these vintage magazines from Sicily that to me are like epitome peak of like design perfection. Every page has a different layout. Some is hand-drawn. Some things are photos. Some things are watercolored. The fonts, it's like, it, I my like dream has like, my like favorite vibe aesthetic has always been like a really strong font coupled with really natural hand-drawn elements. It's like what I did in college. I would always pick like a beautiful, strong font for all my projects. And then I would hand-draw any accent stuff and even like accent titles, subtitles too. I, I loved like always doing that and like having the hand-drawn bits like lay over the really strong like sans serif font. And that's like what these magazines are. I've never seen any. So every time I go, if he like, I take a photo of every single page and then we extract pieces and like mess around with it. And that is what becomes certain things like you know, pieces that we took, like there was like a border on a page that gave me an idea to do like borders on our wedding invitations, you know, shit like that. So we have a bunch of those. And then Davide watercolors, a lot of stuff. He watercolored the Baroncini tin, like out of his brain because he's, Davide is extremely artistic. I never really post anything that he draws, but like he, like it's, he's really an incredible artist, truly. And so he watercolored that and then Harvey just, you know, takes those things and like turns them into the perfect, the perfect thing, the perfect object, the perfect graphic. So where we are now is like, I've been designing all this stuff, but I was like, you know what? Like I'm not coming from, and I think this is really important if you're going to start a brand, like I'm not coming from enough of a place that's really tight like it's almost like I have too much freedom and I don't like that for my creativity and I don't like that for the brand. And so I was like, you know what? I actually need to invest. And I think this is helpful for everybody. And these, the people who do this can be very expensive. So if you can find someone that's like out of college, I recommend that. But I really was like, we need like a really tight brand deck and I really need to like, we need to finalize like what our logo is in terms of like a crest, what those elements are, like how we're marrying Sicily and Pasadena, what the symbols are of those places, how they work together, how they work separately, what our color palette is, like what our true fonts are, like really nail all of that down. Because once I have that, I have a starting point and then everything looks branded. And like, you know, it's really important to like when you see an object to automatically know like, oh yeah, that's Baroncini and Protonco. We're like, oh, that's, you know, whatever. You want to make sure that things are cohesive and are telling a story and look, like I said, like super branded. So that's where we're at with Baroncini. If you're keeping cash anywhere that isn't paying you a high interest rate, listen up. Wealthfront is a saving and investing app that can help you earn more on your money and build wealth for your future. The Wealthfront cash account gives everyone a 1.40% 
APY interest rate, which is 20 times what traditional banks pay. So if you kept $10,000 in a Wealthfront cash account for a year, you'd be on pace to earn an extra $140 a year instead of like seven bucks. That means while your money earns 20 times more, you can keep saving more, whether that's for an emergency fund, a down payment, or your honeymoon to Rome. Talk about a no-brainer. And unlike other savings options, you'll always have access to your money thanks to the unlimited free transfers, which is amazing. Free access to over 19,000 ATMs and no account fees. Those fees really add up, everybody. And if you ever want to invest with Wealthfront, you can move your money into the market in minutes to grow it even more for the long term. Getting a cash account is super easy. It only takes a few minutes to sign up and then start earning 1.4% API interest on all your cash. And if you start now, you'll get a free $50 bonus with a $500 deposit. Guys, we got to save for our future. There are already nearly half a million people using Wealthfront to save more, earn more, and build long-term wealth. So why wait? Earn 1.4% on your cash today. Visit Wealthfront.com slash best to get started. That's Wealthfront.com slash best. This no-brainer good news has been a paid endorsement from Wealthfront. 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you're among them, know you're not alone, and that's why there's a solution that you can trust to deliver results. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. You all know that I have been a Nutrafol gal for years. I never used to have hair that's this thick or long ever. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning, which is stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. You know that I took those postpartum pills like the day I gave birth. Each formula is physician formulated using natural drug-free and medical grade ingredients in consistently effective dosages. So you get the most reliable results in a clinical study. 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months, 3000 top doctors and stylists recommend you to fall as an effective and high quality solution. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code everything to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it is only available to US customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com and use promo code everything. Okay. I have some questions from you guys. I just want to know why you're all trolling me with the what's your relationship with alcohol question. It feels personal. <laughs> like, uh, it's a good relationship. I love booze. Okay, traveling with a one-year-old. I am relaunching my website August 1st. This website will have... All the shit I love for Carmela, like tons of baby stuff. I don't talk about all my favorite kid products or where I get her clothes or all her stuff. Like I haven't been doing that. And I really feel like I love everything I have for her in terms of like her triple paste diaper cream, which is cheap and comes in a giant tub that like cured her diaper rash in a day. And now I use it every day. And it's also EWG verified. Like the wipes, like keeping like Mustela, my cellar water on her table, because sometimes when she poops, it like gets stuck to her butt and it's fucking gross. And I hate changing her diaper. So I now automatically like spray her down with my cellar water. Like I have all these little things that I'm are, like my tried and true. Like even when Davide, he said like when we came home from the hospital and he like brought her into her room to change her, he was like, whoa, like everything is here and it's great and it works. And I was like, exactly. So I'm going to break down all of those things. The website will also have weekly recipes. This will include all of my salads and dinners that I cook. This will include cocktails that I love. This will include a monthly Pia and Davide pasta video da, 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 featuring all of our 
Baranchini and Porno Goat products, outfits. I'm actually going to talk about like and probably post more about like what I'm wearing and like where I got it from, which is something I've never done and like basically how <laughs> Instagram became like a thing and I never do it. Mm. Dog stuff, products I love for our dogs, a lot of probably like personal op-eds in there, shoes, accessories, products, all my skincare stuff, makeup, my hair routine, you know, all this shit. It's going to be all in a hub. All my PCOS tips, all of my fertility tips, especially since, you know, I'm like ready to start trying again in September. I'm like ramping my body up for that. So we're going to have everything on there. So in terms of like tips for traveling with a one-year-old, I'm going to have all of that on the site, like the products that I brought with me. But I don't, I mean, this is going to be very triggering, but Carmela did not make a peep on any of the planes that we took. She did not make a peep. When we landed, so there's no direct flight from LA to Italy right now, which is obviously exhausting, especially when you're coming back because you have to go through customs and get your luggage and recheck your luggage and re-go through security on your fucking layover, which is why we almost missed our flight. But that's an eight-hour flight from... You know, it was an eight hour flight from Milan to New York and then another four and a half hours to L.A. And the four and a half hours felt like a cakewalk compared to the first. But like we sat down on the plane. She fell asleep on us. She was really tired. Poor thing was like she fell asleep on the carrier walking onto the plane And then she fell asleep on us for a few hours and then she woke up and she just sat there and smiled and I sang songs with her. And then, you know, I let her watch Miss Rachel on the iPad and I had her little Serenity Kids puffies, which are her favorite. And she was like chilling. Then when like we had lunch or dinner or whatever meals we had, we like gave her food. It was really nice this time traveling with a one-year-old because she's still, we're weaning her off of her formula. But when I was traveling with her at three months and she was on formula, like you have to sterilize those bottles so fucking intensely. So we were traveling with four bottles and then a huge thermos. And when we came into the airport, we had the thermos filled with hot water at like, you know, Starbucks or whatever, and then bought a bottle of water. And like some people say you can't give them bottled water, but like, I don't know what else you want me to do. And then I would mix that together with the formula. And then I would, you know, you can't use like airplane water. And so I have these like wipes from Dr. Bronner's that are really amazing, but like, I wouldn't trust that with an infant with like a newborn, you know? So I would like use that to get the bottle initially clean, but then like wherever I could find a place to like put hot water on the bottle with soap to sterilize it. Like it was just exhausting. We're like, now you don't have to worry about it so much, you know? So I would like wash her one, but I brought one bottle. She used to have four bottles a day. Now she has two, but I was giving her a little bit extra to feel like comfort on the plane. I just brought like a container of formula and it like lasted the whole trip. I mean, it was like much easier, especially now that she can eat whatever. I will say like finding food for her, was hard. So I brought a lot of those serenity kids like packets with me. But anyway, the woman sitting next to us on the first flight, like the eight hour flight when we were like descending, well, it was funny because I went to sit down and I had Carmela on my chest and, and I sit down and I looked at her and I said, don't freak out. <laughs> she was like, what? And I was like, she's a good baby. I promise you. Like, and I brought Benadryl as a backup, I asked my doctor if I could give her Benadryl and she said, yes, you can give them, you know, a very small amount, whatever the don't listen to me, ask your doctor because it was a specific amount. I can't remember, but she was like tested on her first because a fourth of kids. And I heard this from multiple stewardesses that said that there they had families that would give their kids Benadryl on the plane, never having tested it. And a fourth of kids, it does the opposite effect where it doesn't make them tired. It fucking jacks them up. And so she was like, one of the planes we took last year when we landed or when we arrived on the plane, when we were landing, we arrived on the plane. The woman was like, oh, you have a baby. Da, da, da. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, she's going to be fine. She's only three months. Like she'll sleeps in the bassinet. No big deal. Whatever. And she was like, there was a baby on the flight before this that was so upset 
And the mom was upset and it was just like complete chaos. And the mom was really feeding into it. And it was like the baby's freaking out. And the mom gave her Benadryl to calm her down and it had the opposite effect. So for seven hours, that kid was just jacked. Oh, God bless that woman. So we tested it on her during one of her nap times, like five days before we left, which I felt horrible doing that. But I was like, you know what? I don't want her uncomfortable. Like if she's going to suffer on a plane and scream and cry for eight hours and like she's not comfortable, we're not comfortable. The whole plane's uncomfortable. Like it's not good for anybody. So I was like, when she, I can't wait till she's older and I can give her melatonin. But at this point, like I, and we didn't have to use it like on the trip at all, which is amazing. And thank God. But I wanted to know that I had something. So if your doctor says so, and it's in your, you know, moral compass, Benadryl baby. There's a lot of like how we traveled with her. Oh, anyway. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm anyway. So we were the woman who's sitting next to us. I said, don't forget. And she left as we were landing. The woman looked at me and she said, I have two kids who were very easy, but this is ridiculous. (laughs) Because Carmela was just so chill. And I hate to say this because it's probably really triggering for people who have had Carmela has some other, my next kid I'm sure it will be a pain in the ass and I will get what's being handed to me. But Carmela's just, by the way, she's really small. Like she's only 20 pounds. She weighs the same. We had a play date with an eight month old yesterday and they weigh the same. Like she's just like delicate. She, uh, she likes to eat, but she doesn't like, she's not like one of those kids that likes to like eat that much. She doesn't, she doesn't scream when she wants something. She makes this like funny, like sound, but she doesn't, She's just like, and I truly contribute this to the fact that Davide and I lost our parents and that they're like a part of her, you know, because she has this like other, there's like a different vibe about her. But I I mean, I do kind of get worried because I bring her around kids that are much younger than her and they're like the same size. The doctor says she's totally fine, but she's just really delicate and she's really met like I feel like the next time we travel with her like next year it'll be different because she'll be walking but like Carmela right now like again the eight month old we were with yesterday is like crawling and like pulling herself up to stand like Carmela's still not even pulling herself up to stand like she's little and you know I talked to the doctor about it and she said it's totally fine if I want to take her to some like occupational therapy I can't like she just she's just delicate and doesn't have yeah so like it, it like I don't know sometimes I'm like should I be like worried about this and then I'm like no it's fine like the doctor you know she's like she talks she's really reactive she's really locked in on people if I from across the room she's crawling to something and I don't want her to and I say no she stops and comes to me you know she's very receptive and there were a couple times on the trip where she lost her shit. She was so tired that she didn't want to eat. And she was so hungry that she didn't want to, you know, there were like a few moments where I was like, oh, man, like we're torturing this baby, dragging her around with us to all these places, you know, really taking her off her schedule and whatever. But for the most part, like she was a little dream. And I truly think that it is contributed to the fact that there are two angels talking to her at all times. Okay. If I'm 28 and single, where is it better to live? New York or LA? I'm going to say New York. Straight up. I think New York is a great place to be single. You can meet someone on the train. You can meet someone at a bodega. You can meet someone on the street. Like people are in the streets. I don't hit the streets here. I that's. I used to just leave my apartment and be like, I'm just going to hit the streets. And I would just rip around. Like run into people... Who knows? I just, Jessica Curry posted a TikTok of a girl saying, anybody else leave on Friday, like to go get a drink with friends, but bring like everything they need in their bag for the weekend. Because like, you don't know like when you're going to be home or like what you're going to do. And I was like, yeah, like there were times I would leave my place on a Friday and like, who knows when I would be home, like where I would be on like a boat in the Hudson river (laughs) on like Sunday morning. Like who knows? Like, (coughs) excuse me. That's like the best part about New York. Like the best part about New York. Like I, you know, I think the whole, there are a lot of people 
you know, there's like a lot of men in both cities. LA, I think doesn't have as much of like a diverse variety of people concentrated in certain places. LA is very spread out from one another, like super fucking spread out, like annoyingly spread out. And you, you know, New York can be the same way where like you stick to your neighborhood and like you feel like you don't go anywhere else. But then like once you pop into another neighborhood, you're like, Oh my God, this is a whole new world. And like, think about how many bars, like, there are like four bars on like every New York city fucking block, like pop into a bar. Like I used to go into restaurants and bars and like get a cocktail by myself, like do my emails over like lunch by myself, like all the time. And I would meet random people like just New York is New York. Listen, it wasn't the same. It wasn't so fucking expensive when I lived there. Mm. I don't know how I survived, but New York over everything for sure. I would move to New York tomorrow. Davide says no. Okay. Have I done the medical medium protocol? No, I have not. Advice for a new mother, second trimester with a complex or with a complex pregnancy. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Just be, everything comes back to just being as calm and Zen as relaxed as possible. I really think it's like, the whole, my whole lesson in pregnancy was that like, it is just out of your control. And so it's just your reaction to everything is really what makes the difference. LA restaurant guide episode. Ooh. Okay. We're having Al Wilmot on. I'm interviewing him on Friday. We have such cute guests coming up where I realized that like, you know, we always do these like breakdowns, obviously meetings of like episodes that do well. And it's always like, you know, oops, I just dropped part of my, but you guys always love the solo episodes, which are, I don't know why they're so painful for me. And then I just, I feel like a loser talking to myself. And then the Q and A's, obviously I know you love, and I love doing them. And then obviously having, you know, helpful doctors on, I feel like we all love that. Right. Like that's great. And then I think like sometimes like, you know, you guys just want to hear like a more normal side of me just like shooting shit with my friends. So I'm trying to get a lot more of my friends on here, especially because I have great, wonderful friends. So Friday, which will come out, you know, when you listen to it, it'll come out in a couple of weeks from now. I try to record like right before the episodes go live. We're going to have Al Wilmot on. Oh, so, oh, that'll be the next episode. Al Wilmot is one of my best friends who I met in New York a million years ago. And he owns Gigi's in LA, which is obviously, you know, one of the best restaurants. And it's funny because it's this like very beautiful, chic, sophisticated environment with like very sophisticated food. And like Al was like... I was like from New York, always has like a New York hat on, like just such like a New York man. Like, like it's so it's like it's so funny. Like he's just this like funny, sarcastic, like dark humored, amazing foodie who opened up this really chic restaurant. So Gigi's is definitely one of our favorite places. And then Cafe Stella. But I'll do a whole episode on that okay let me get one more question in here because you talk about your faith oh my god can you talk about your faith and then the next question is how often do you do enemas <laughs> I, <laughs> I used to do coffee enemas a lot and I honestly need to because they made me feel so good but the process of like setting it up and doing it and now I also Carmela has a nanny four days a week and Helica who is one of like, and I mean, she truly is an angel. She's like a huge instrumental person in our lives at this point. And, you know, she like is like another, it almost feels like she lives here. Like she has so much ownership over this house. Like we want, like she feels proud having ownership over this house. And like, we feel proud having her have ownership over the house. Cause I want her to be like, if she, yeah, I just, it's, and so like, you know, I don't know when I would do that because it's like Mondays, she's not here because Davide's home from, you know, his weekend is Sunday, Monday because he's at the store on Saturdays. And so I like, you know, I just keep thinking like, 
I, you know, obviously I could like lock a bathroom door for sure, but like, I don't know, like setting that thing up and then like laying on the floor of the bathroom and like putting that tube in my butt and like sitting there. And it's like when I know that like my child and, and Helica are here, like seems fucking weird. Uh, okay. I'll end it on what my faith is. You know, I grew up going to Catholic school. Uh, my dad, a rumor has it. I mean, he also admitted it, but that he at a young age was interested in being a priest, um, which I find really interesting because towards the end of his life, he kept claiming he was an atheist. My dad just felt like, I think he felt, I don't know, my, my grand, his mom would like, was really Catholic, like in a very like literal sense. She wasn't a woman who was, I feel this way about I don't want to be judgmental. I feel, I mean, you know, this can happen oftentimes with religion where you like lose the kind grace factor of the religion and you get really sticky with the rules. And she was very like literal. Like when my grandpa died, I remember her at his funeral being like, well, you know, he's in purgatory right now going over all of his sins. So I assume in the next day or two, he'll be in heaven. And I was like, what? Like, (laughs) Like, it's also like a harsh way to think about it. You know, like the man's just like lined up. Also, like you're assuming that like space and time is the same in heaven as it is on earth. Like, that's definitely not true. So uh, I don't know. I, I Also, by the way, I went to I went to a school called Chandler in Pasadena that is very academic and was a really horrible. I think like a, any sort of like trauma that I have comes from the four years that I spent at Chandler and a very, you know what? I'm going to talk about that in another fucking episode. Mr. McClune was my third grade teacher and he was so fucking verbally abusive to me in class. He's a horrible fucking person. And, uh, I like once a week hear him in my head, shit that he said to me and that school, my siblings went to and thrived and had no problem going there. They did the, you know, also it's so crazy now because obviously the school is still there. My friends are like, Oh, I'll send my kids to Chandler. It's like quadrupled in fucking like the, it's all just so expensive and it's more academic now than it was before. I mean, it's tough. You're sending your little kids to school, to a school that has gives zero shits about who they are as a person, but is like very academically driven. And I was never like that. And so I left and I went to a school called St. Bede's in La Cunada and entered fifth grade there after, you know, I got my first, I was baptized and I got my first communion. I didn't get confirmed, which was my grandma was really upset about it. So my, because my dad had become an atheist and my mom was Lutheran, we didn't have a sort of like church practice. And then I went to St. Bede's where it was like really cool. It was full of like cool families. And it was really cool to go to like the five thirty Sunday mass. Like that's where, it was like the cool families that like partied and had like cool barbecues on the weekend and the parents who would like drink and have fun and like throw people into the pool. Like there were like great families at the school. And I remember like going to church for the first time since I was really little and being like, oh my God, I remember coming home from school and being like, mom, this is so culty. This is so weird. Like what is happening? And then I got really into it and was like, and like, and I would get really upset when kids would be like disrespectful in church and like laugh and like pull jokes and be funny. Like, and it wasn't that I was like some sort of like staunch Catholic. I just, the tradition of, I don't know, we all know how, like how fucked up Catholicism is, but like the, the, the tradition really hit me and I feel, okay, here's how I feel having some sort of practice. Like I I have a lot of friends who are like, Oh, I'm not going to put my kid in church or like, I don't know if they're like, I don't, we don't need to get like, who's not corrupted. Right. Like that's just human nature. And that's like, if we're going to really like discuss like the Bible and everything, it's like Adam and Eve eating the fucking apple and like good and bad and like whatever, like humans are faulted, you know? So I don't want to be like, Oh, I'm not going to send my kid to church because the church is fucked up. I believe that every child deserves some sort of faith. If not for anything, like children need to have like a moral compass and an understanding of like good and bad and that there's consequences to bad things. And 
growing up in that way, I just think it's healthy. Regardless, like I do believe very much in God and I believe in that there are like different angels and spirits. And I believe that they guide me. And I believe that if I pray to certain angels that they help me with things. And I've been that way for many years. And I have someone that I talk to who's like a very close family friend of mine, who's super tapped in and she's been guiding me for years with this. And, you know, I remember like Angel Gabriel is the angel of communication. And like when there were moments where Davide and I were broken up and he was being like in a really bad headspace, I would be like, Angel Gabriel, like, can you please communicate on my behalf to Davide? And it, it all worked <laughs> like it. And if not for like, you can look at this and hear, you can listen to what I'm saying right now and think like, well, that's fucking weird. Think about it as just like names or like visual ideas of what essentially is like graceful manifestation like it's all just energy and we can look at this energy in different forms that like fit whatever our religion is or our culture is or like you know what our comfort level is but to me like do I think that there's like a angel in a robe I mean I don't know but like probably not it's just like some beautiful light energy that we can like tap into. And I'm sure for another religion like that, what I would consider like angel Michael and another religion might be like, Oh, this thing. And it's like, but it's the same thing, you know? And I, I, I do believe that like there is grace and God and, and I really find it in the way that like soil wants to regenerate or like, a cut heals on our finger. Like think about our bodies, like how intricate are the inner workings of ourselves? Like we put our bodies through so much and our body, the damage that we can do to our bodies and how it wants to heal itself. Like people who smoke forever and like the things that you're, you know, obviously there are unfortunately is like a lot of cancer and disease and totally right. But like even just the way that your body heals a cut, like it's magic. Like the way that I carried a child and gave birth to her, it's complete and total fucking magic. It's perfectly designed. It is, it's the way, like if you put a little bit of love back into soil that has been stripped by chemicals for years, like it wants to regenerate. The way that like a leaf grows through a crack in the ground and on the side of a fucking freeway, like mother nature's will to survive. Her grace is so strong. And that to me is God. And it doesn't mean that I have like certain practices or go to church or whatever, but it's like all around us. And if you're willing to see it, it's beautiful and it gives hope because like everything else is fucking scary and bad things happen all the time. And I just think it's always better to find some sort of, you know, keep the faith on that note. I love you guys. And I'll see you next week. And that ladies and gentlemen concludes this week's episode of everything is the best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate review subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.